Our text for this evening is our gospel lesson, the story of the man and the Gerasenes, and especially this ending part of it, where it says, the man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away saying, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. This is our text. I had known him for a long time. Frankly, I was scared to death of him. I did everything that I could to avoid the cemetery because that was where he lived. Besides, it was an unclean place to be anyway. This guy would run around yelling and screaming, tearing off his clothes, acting like a madman, but he wasn't mad. He was possessed by demons, and he was strong. In fact, when the police tried to bind him up in chains, he would break out of them like it was just a bunch of papyrus wrapped around him. I've never seen like anything like it before or since, and anyone and everyone in our town did anything and everything they could to stay away from him. Until that day. I heard from the local herdsman that he had wandered out of the cemetery and down to the shore. The town was buzzing and in a little bit of an upheaval, wondering what was going to happen. We didn't know what to do. Never before had he wandered out of the cemetery. The herdsman told me that he was down on the shore when a boat came in and a guy got out. This guy was different. He didn't seem scared at all. He walked right up to this demon-possessed man without fear, with great confidence. He said, unclean spirit, get out of that man. And then the unheard of happened. Apparently, this man who everybody feared was himself afraid. He fell down in front of the guy who got out of the boat and said, What do you want with me, Jesus? And get this, he called Jesus the Son of the Most High God. And then he said, I beg you, don't torment me. The terrifying truth came out because this Jesus asked the man, What is your name? And his response sounded like the thunder of a hundred voices. My name is Legion. Please, Jesus, don't send us into the abyss. Send us into those pigs over there. The herdsmen who were shepherding those pigs couldn't believe their ears. Their hearts were racing as they heard what was an actual legion of demons speaking out of this man. There was uncleanness everywhere, death and pigs and filth and dirt. Things at this time and in this place were obviously not as they should be. Something was wrong. The herdsmen told me that the most incredible thing happened next. Jesus said, I give you permission to go into those pigs over there. And you know what? They did. All those demons came out of that man, went over into those pigs. The pigs ran down the cliff into the sea, and they drowned right in the water. Every one of them dead. 
every single one of them. The herdsmen were too terrified to be angry that they just lost their whole herd. They ran right back into the city to tell everyone all the things that they had just seen, everything that had just happened. And so we all went running down to the shore to see what had happened. And sure enough, there were all those pigs out in the water floating, dead. But that wasn't the most surprising thing. What was even more surprising was that that man who had been possessed by a legion of demons when in his right mind. He was nicely dressed. He was calm. He was at peace. He was sitting at the feet of Jesus. I've never seen anything like it before. Everyone around me was terrified of this. But I, I was intrigued. I wanted to know more. Who is this Jesus? And I was, I was thinking these things. The, the crowd got so terrified and so angry that they told Jesus to get out of there. They'd never seen something so strange and so powerful. They, they didn't want him anywhere near them. They screamed at him. They sent him away. They said, get out of here. We're terrified. We don't want any more of this stuff happening in our town. And so Jesus did. He got back into his boat. He left. The guy who used to be possessed was begging Jesus as he got into the boat, please, Jesus, let me stay with you. You have done great things for me. I want to be with you every day from now on. But Jesus said, no. Go back. Go back and tell everyone in your town all the great things that God has done for you. And that's what he did. And he even spoke to me, and I listened to him without fear. For the very first time, there was a, a calm and a peace that came out of his voice. He must have felt that Jesus is God because he didn't tell me what God had done for him. He told me what Jesus had done for him. Everyone else wanted to get rid of Jesus, but this guy wanted to stay with him. And since he couldn't, he told everyone who would listen to him about this Jesus, the Son of the Most High. It made me wonder about the people of my town. What kind of community would send somebody away who had completely turned someone's life around and saved him? Why weren't these people rejoicing in the fact that somebody so unclean and terrifying had been made whole and complete and clean? In fact, the man told me that he wasn't healed. He told me that he was saved. Before this day, he was a dirty, homeless, naked man living in a cemetery, but now he was calm and cool and collected and clothed. He wasn't headed to hell. He was now in the place where there was love and forgiveness and peace. And now I felt convicted and curious. I wanted to know more. I wished they hadn't sent Jesus away. So I kept asking the man what he could tell me about this Jesus, and I began to realize how similar I was to this man who used to be possessed by demons, but wasn't anymore. He was helpless to overcome all the problems and all the demons of his life, 
but I realized and recognized that I am too. I have my own trials. I have my own troubles. I have my own sin. And I can't do anything about it. So this man did for me precisely what Jesus told him to do. He witnessed of the love and compassion of a man who saves. Jesus saved him. I could tell that he couldn't help but tell me about it. The words just came flowing out of his mouth. He just couldn't stop talking about it. He was incredibly excited. He was downright giddy to, to share all the details with me. And those words that he spoke to me cut me to the heart. They were changing me too. And he even quoted scripture. I think it's a psalm that he quoted. He said, I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. And that's what he did. So I want to do for you tonight what that man did for me that day. I want to tell you about Jesus, the Son of the Most High God. I'm sure that as you look around your city, as you look around your life, things are not always as they should be, like they were not as they should be in my town and in my day. You might feel like you're constantly being attacked maybe even spiritually. You may feel like the temptations of the evil one are dragging you down. You might even feel like a legion of demons are filling your community. Maybe you even feel like they are filling your own life. They might be making you feel as though you're never enough. You look around and you feel like you can't live up to everybody else. You feel like you're insufficient when you compare yourself to other people. Those thoughts might be filling you with guilt and shame. But here's what I learned. Jesus doesn't leave you alone. He's given you witnesses to tell you of his love, of his forgiveness, of his acceptance of you. No matter who you are, no matter what you have done, He's given you his word, and it is his word that gives life because he gives life. I followed the life of Jesus from that day onward, and I learned of his death and then his resurrection for me. And I want you to know that he has won the victory for you too. No demon, not even death, can defeat you because it did not defeat him, and he calls you by name. He says, you are mine. Jesus is God. Jesus is the Son of the Most High. One word from his mouth will delete your sins. One word from his mouth will send the demons of your life into the sea, never to torment you again. One word from his mouth declares that you are his own. One word from his mouth empowers you, like me, to tell others about the glorious things that he's done for you in your life. One word from his mouth rescues you from hell and gives you the gift of heaven. One word from his mouth clothes you in the grace of the Most High God. In Jesus' name.
Amen.